0: Hola, hello, bonjour, bienvenue, all that such stuff. Welcome to this week's episode of The Table.
1: I'd say where things don't matter and the points don't count either, but we're not doing anything yet, so. Oh, I would, and I would if we did John me. would be losing, let be real.
0: I would love to do an episode on Whose Line Is It Anyway. And yeah, I would definitely be losing. I'm always losing. Y'all gang up on me every episode. Everybody's so mean to me. That is totally not true. We don't even gang- <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have Katie gang up on me in the background and shit. This is John, this is like cards against humanity.
1: It's random. Everybody gets a chance.
0: No, if it were cards against humanity, you'd win. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Swear to god, he's got the fucking like evilest luck when it comes to cards against. He he won that last game. Well, it was by a massive amount. It wasn't even by like a slight bit. Like the next two below, because like the two of us had the same amount of points. Like I think we both had like eleven, and he had like twenty-five. It was bananas. But anyway.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't realize having a complimentary attitude while playing a new game you've never played is bad. I didn't say it was bad. I just was like, you kicked ass. That was kind of crazy. Kicked ass and then turned around, came home, bought my own. <laughs> now I have all the expansions.
0: Mm. That's a lot of money you spent all on that all at once because there's a lot of expansions.
1: Oh, we're, oh we yeah. got all the small ones out of the way first.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. So you got like the the sets of them or whatever?
1: Yeah, the little All the little packs we purchased them all.
2: Two picture oh, okay.
1: packs. And all that fun stuff. We've already mixed them in. That, that's the box. The box you see here. That's we had to buy a carry case. Yeah. yeah. We already bought a small carrying case for it. And yes, I have the other 300 card count expansions already sitting in the box. Just waiting to be bought. Mm, okay. We're
0: doing this. Okay. I was, I we, was curious. Um, I was curious.
1: Yep. And we just mixed them all. We're not even separating them. So... They're everywhere.
0: I'm over here calling myself a victim and shit and acting like I'm just being victimized and picked on. Meanwhile, I've monopolized the topics of the last two weeks we've done the table, so I guess I'm kind of a hypocrite in a sense. (laughs) No,
1: look, I'll I'll be be dead honest. The reason I haven't really been talking, and I'll throw this out there now, is the recording system, uh, Craig, love him to death. Fuzzy little bear, squishy, squishy. Problem is... He's being a dick currently, and I can't download anything, no matter how long I leave it running for, as a single fucking track. That last episode, I have as individual tracks, because he won't let me download it as a single track. Really? And every time I go to splice it together, something gets off, and you'll hear John say something, and then Aaron start talking, and then you could tell they're just, they're off. Yeah, nothing's mad at all. You well,
3: know, the tracks aren't, yeah, if they're not if they're not downloaded as a whole, then they're. I mean, because there's there is, uh, positioning differences between them.
1: Good news, and I have bad news. Good news for all of you. Bad news for me. Oh, it's a new server. All my stuff is deleted.
0: Oh, okay. So the good news is you got the server up. Yeah, the the bad news up, is uh, it's uh, starting from the ground floor.
1: So, unfortunately, for now, until we can work all the kinks out, it'll be our Personal server. Once it is up, we'll go ahead and throw a. Yeah, I, I do plan on opening this up to people. I don't know. I,
0: I like things kind of kinky myself. Yeah. Well, there
1: you go. More the merrier. But anyways, this isn't this isn't Conan Isles. This isn't uh, my bitchy attitude because Craig's kind of being a stuffy bear. No, this is, you know, Buffy. And we're not talking TV series because we don't want to do good ones. We're doing a flashback movie review.
0: (laughs) Actually, we're we're talking the series overall. And, you know, what I was going to say was that before Josh Whedon was known as being casually cruel and an overall douchebag, he was just known for writing good TV shows and good movies. And one of them, one of the most widely well-received, was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Pretty much everybody knows it. But before it was a television show that was critically acclaimed, it was a poorly received movie made in 1992 starring Christy Swanson and Luke Perry. And yeah. I, and I was just having not, we'll just take this out
3: of the way right now. It's not poorly received. All right. It I'm, did all right. It's no, just not, in comparison to the TV show, it doesn't, it doesn't, there's no comparison.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm quoting reviews from box office numbers. Technically, it was a success. It made 12 million off a $7 million budget. That makes it Mm -hmm. a success. But it's also considered a critical flop. I'm not saying that based on anyone in particular's opinion. I'm quoting
3: reviews. (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, like they can say whatever they want, but I mean, if it made money, it fucking made money. Yeah, I, but mean, I mean, like, if you
0: makes know, a I, dollar over its budget. It's technically a success, but that doesn't make it good.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, my quality is what our flop is. It also has to not make money. Mm. I guess. I mean, like, so if it made a decent amount of money, then, well, obviously it wasn't that bad. At least it had some kind of pulling power.
0: But I mean, well, it, it was, it was a start. And that was the point I was trying to make earlier. Is that the movie, to me, is kind of a prototype for what the show would eventually become. Because there are things in the movie that you can see that they were trying to build on them and make something more out of it. I mean, I don't want to give, you know, too much credit, but I feel like it was the beginning of something that was going to be a big deal down the line. That's that's what I was trying to say earlier, and you were just like, oh, well, you're it's garbage, whatever.
3: Well... And I'm saying that it that it that it wasn't. It was in fact a step down. And the only reason why we got the TV show was because they fucked up the movie so bad. Then Joss a, Whedon was all no, like, "All right, let's. I need to make a TV after. show that actually matches what I wanted to match."
0: Sweet Mary Mother of Christ! It would be a step down if the movie came after the show. The movie came first. The movie was proof of concept. For what the show would eventually be, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Are you going no, to, to be No, I'm saying that the movie
3: is fucking <laughs> junk. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that it was a step down because it was a step down from the vision, it right? Can't be from the down plot
0: be first.
3: <laughs> no. What You're came first was Joss Whedon's down. vision of the, the... Joss Whedon's plot, Joss Whedon's story, which this is an original Joss Whedon story. Didn't, he didn't come from anything. He just made it up himself. Now, that original story was... This movie was a step down from that. What came first was the concept, John, <laughs> not the fucking movie.
0: Right, okay, in... In the interest of carrying the conversation forward and not just arguing, um, I understand what you're saying, but I need you to understand something. As a writer, you're always going to compromise your vision for whatever the end product is going to be. You're never going to get the end product one-to-one exactly the way you envisioned it especially not in a collaborative medium like Phil. That's never going to happen. I don't okay. think it happened with the TV show.
3: And I mean, can, I can agree there. The thing is, is that there's, you know, compromising and there's, you fucked up so bad that the, the original creator of the story decides they have to go with the TV show. Yeah, I mean, there was not impetus to create a TV show. He just, pitched the TV show because he was dissatisfied with the movie.
0: Well, I'm not going to sit here and argue that he wasn't dissatisfied with the movie because obviously Joss Whedon was dissatisfied with the movie. He said as much, but Mm -hmm. the movie, whether he was satisfied with it or not, that's not the point that I was trying to make. What What I was trying to say was the movie is proof of concept for what the show was going to be. He was like, this isn't exactly what I wanted, but it's you know close enough that you get the idea of what I was trying to do. That's what I'm I mean, trying to did, say.
3: I mean, he, he, didn't, he didn't sell Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie and then got g- garnered interest to, to, to create the TV show. He had to fight an uphill battle to make the TV show, right? Well, it's not, it's not like he did it
0: all out of his own pocket or anything.
3: No, with the bet that makes even more of a point, right? Because, like, he's got to convince someone who you know that they should make a TV show out of this movie that was not critically successful. Um, you,
0: I, I, got, I got a question movie. for you, Aaron. I, I, I gotta hmm. ask you a question Did you at least put a condom on Joss Whedon's dick before you started riding it so hard?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like a lot of his stuff, man. I mean, I really liked Firefly. I do I too, but I'm sorry kind of
1: <laughs> i'm I'm kind of of two worlds of this. I don't mind any of of Josh's shit, but at the same time, I understand where where John's coming from because one of my favorite authors is refusing to sell the rights to her first book, even in a TV series because she doesn't want them fucking with it. unless they give her the rights to veto shit, she will not sell them the rights because she has a specific vision and they won't let her.
0: I feel like if, if you're an author and you've got like a baby project like that, and I guess you could say the same thing with Joss Whedon and Buffy, right? You should have a certain degree of creative control. And I think any good product based on a book or a comic or, you know, whatever the, the original creator has a say to a certain degree in what happens one way or another. But Again, like I said before, and I, I, this is still the way I believe, you're never going to get one-to-one exactly what you were looking for in any sort of collaborative medium. That's never going to happen. Because okay. someone is going to have something to say about it. And especially with films, you're going to have producers. Producers are mm-hmm. definitely going to want to stick their fucking dick in the soup and figure, you know, they want to stick their nose in it and say, oh, this is what we're doing. That that executive producer credit gives a lot of people a real big fucking
3: head. <laughs> so the thing is, is that, and I agree, right? Is that they did make changes. Mm-hmm. And those changes did affect um, the original vision. Um, what I'm saying is that he made the TV show and he was able to get those, those elements back. Okay. Um, the movie was um, campy. It was funny, right? I mean, it was more lighthearted. Even though it was about vampires and everything like that. Oh, Just yeah. take uh, like you know, your 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 main henchman being Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> His name is Paul Rubens, you douche. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <Pee-wee Herman. laughs> he's also Pee-wee Herman, so
0: <laughs> in the interest of having a little bit of structure here, we we are trying to talk about the Buffy the Vampire Slayer film. And I feel I felt like inevitably we were going to have to talk about the TV show that was based on it or the TV show that was based on Josh Whedon's original idea that he didn't get to make because he had to make the stupid fucking shitty movie, whatever. But well, I mean, he made it
3: right. And he well, was a technical advisor on the film. Um, he did walk out like halfway through. Although, you know, I mean, he didn't explicitly say why he did. Well, um, I'm, I'm really sure I'm satisfied
0: with a lot of shit, but. Everybody knows. I, yeah. Father.
3: Well, there was like two big ones, right? Is that there was like I'd heard about these two changes that they made that definitely would have made the movie way darker and would have felt more in line with what I felt like some of the TV show has done, and I thought it would have made it for a more not just campy movie, but more like a more different tone, right? Um, so the you, first change was, was
0: Joss Whedon got bullied off of a movie set. Oh, boohoo for him.
3: <laughs> I mean I don't care about I don't even know what you're talking about. I know that he probably did something bad cuz everybody fucking does something bad these days. <laughs> uh, but man, just I just care about thing, I
0: feel like yeah, okay, one thing guys a dick, whatever, move on. Like I'm not giving Christian bail shit for flipping out on that lighting guy on Terminator Salvation. He was kind oh, of a dick, he had a dick moment, he apologized, that's the end of it. If it was one thing, I wouldn't say shit about it. It's a laundry list of shit over several years, and many, many people corroborating these stories. So it's not like somebody's making shit up.
3: No, I'm not saying they're making shit up. I'm just saying well, that that doesn't negate his body of work.
0: And right? I'm not just saying you know. it Michelangelo is like some
3: <laughs> do it's not like his work is suddenly invalidated. invalidated. Well, I
0: mean, it's not like Bill Cosby's comedy isn't funny just because he was a fucking rapist and a horrible human being exactly
3: I mean, does it mean that i'm going to be more willing to like look at his new stuff no i mean no. he's he doesn't deserve necessarily continued fame oh, right is no, what i'm saying
0: all i was saying is you know i made a joke about joss whedon being bullied off a, a movie set and me not thinking it was that big of a deal and
3: you started jumping on his jock again <laughs> <laughs> well i'm just saying is no i'm saying that like i don't i don't care right i don't care what he did i care about the i care about the body of work. I like his body of work. I don't want to necessarily see him do continued work, but that's fine. I
0: think, was, I think his career is more or less done at this point, honestly. Yeah. Like any, anything that he, was, think, he was working on, they've cut his name out of it. Like all yeah. the major companies he was working with basically want nothing to do with him. You know, he's, and he's and more or less done, but that doesn't yeah, change the fact that he made good stuff. I mean, Firefly was awesome. I I enjoyed the movie Buffy. Everyone else seemed to enjoy the show. I'm apparently weird. But let's. You're let's just talk a contrarian,
3: is what I'm saying, man. I'm not <laughs> a contrarian. I've never seen the show to like it or dislike it. All no, really but no, no. It, before, before we started this recording, you explicitly said that you don't like the show, that you all will not really watch the show. it. Was that
0: the first season of the show was very Monster of the Week, and that didn't appeal to me. Now, what I understand is it got better over time, but that first season, which was all I fucking knew initially, was Monster of the Weekish, and I wasn't super into it. Does that mean I would never sit down and watch the show? No, of course not. That's a ridiculous fucking frame of reference.
1: I will. I will throw this out there. It was uh, season one was based exactly like John said. It did that monster the weak feel, and I hate to say it because fucking Smallville did the same thing for like four seasons, and they got away with it <laughs> just because it yeah. was you know young Superman.
0: Well, some of them you can you can do that with. I mean, Supernatural did it for the longest time, but yeah, the I mean, deal, you know, right? you know?
3: I mean, I mean, if you're talking vampire, you know, a vampire slayer, sure, have a monster of the week. I mean, that monster is probably going to be a vampire each week. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess what I'm saying is, what made the the show
0: interesting after that initial first season was the interpersonal relationships between the
3: characters. But you had yeah, to have reason to let that
0: happen. But in, well, anyway, yeah, you
3: need to introduce the characters for sure.
0: Neither here nor there. I wanted to. I wanted to get a few things off my chest about the movie, um, and we'll we'll talk about it. I think you'll have a few things to say. But I want I want to talk about what I I initially enjoyed about this film because I remember seeing it back in '92 when it first came out. I caught it on VHS. Personally, I love that it was campy as shit, and it did not care. It knew exactly what it was off rip. And it was totally fine with being ridiculous and off the fucking wall. I didn't need it to be super dark. And, you know, sp- we already had that. Like, Interview with the Vampire was out like a year or two later. Like, whatever. We, you know, if I wanted dark and broody vampires, those were easy to find. Oh, yeah. But Buffy provided with, you know, campy, fun vampires. And any movie with Pee Herman playing a vampire that takes a year and a half to die at the end. Is wow. gonna be a good time. I I had a blast with that movie, and I I'm don't not, understand I will not why the, the campy, so many people
1: the campy after credits him keep popping up. Oh,
0: yeah, oh. It, was, it was it was incredible. I loved it. It was wow. great. That
3: was that was Bill yeah. Murray. It, like, it's too. for sure. It's for sure good, but it is campy, all right? And I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that it was bad, and it wasn't. People did enjoy it, right? I mean, just because critics we've all seen nowadays.
0: Oh go ahead. I was
3: <laughs>
0: Oh. I was As you said, we've
3: all seen nowadays that critics are not really worth their salt really anyway, right? Well, I mean, they're just they're hitting the dart at the board just like everybody else.
0: What was what was that um I'm trying to remember it was I think it was Star Wars that Siskel and Ebert reviewed and said it was trash and it was never going to go anywhere. And then like Return of the Jedi was like a critical success and they printed a retraction they were like we didn't know what we were talking about (laughs) it was was something like that like
3: but that's the thing is like how many how many movies have these critics like bombed enough that nobody ended you know that it was enough of a tipping point that that movie didn't get the reception that it should have gotten yeah just talking in general
0: those sort of like quiet gems of movies that were you know just lambasted by critics but turned out to be actually really good if you just you know, watched it (laughs) and made your own opinion.
3: Yeah.
0: I hear what you're saying. That's why.
3: Yeah. I definitely try to make sure to stay away from like critic, critic opinions and I'll go for like, you know, people reviews, you know, that's nice to be able to see like the critic side and the people side. And you'll usually see like critic side is like 30, 40 points below people side. Sometimes.
0: And that's why, that's why review aggregators like rotten tomatoes are kind of cool because you get to see what the critic score is. You get to see what the professional film critics had to say about it. And then the users are people that are actually watched the fucking movie. And, you know, or just people like you or I or Mike or, you know, Katie or what have you. Yeah. Um, like Seth was just saying, it can be weaponized. Sometimes you'll get people that are review bomb a movie. That's actually pretty good by just saying it's shit. Cause oh, yeah. they didn't like, you know, like, like the new situation with the new Little Mermaid movie, I guarantee that's going to be a shit show. But um, yeah, it's gonna be I guess I I guess what I'm trying to say is I I love the unapologetic camp of the movie, and I love that it was it was very much a product of its time. It was a very 90s movie, and I thought that was fantastic. Like I really feel like that was a better movie than a lot of people gave it credit for, and it was it was fun. I had a great time with it. And I feel like you're un- unjustly mean to it, Aaron. That's what I feel. <laughs> no, I well, think I, it's a great
3: movie. I just well, I, I mean, if you feel. compare it to the TV show, there's there's a problem. And I don't think okay. I don't think it's fair to compare it to the TV show. I, I will I'll
0: let you say your piece I, then. Let's go
3: ahead. It's your turn, Aaron. Go ahead and speak. <laughs> I'm just saying that the TV show and its seven year runtime and everything like that. Has been able to introduce much more complexity, much more depth to the mm-hmm. characters. Um, the movie was rushed. It was trying to pull in, like, who was that 90210 um, star? Luke Perry? Who was basically, yeah, Luke Perry. It, it wasn't pulled in so much. Luke
0: Perry and he was in it.
3: <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying it was trying to let everybody else know that Luke Perry was in this film. I mean, it was right? banking
0: on Luke Perry. Okay, yeah, that's fair.
3: Yes. And um I felt like they they kind of like uh, you're they went lighter than they were supposed to, right? I felt like there was there was two specific instances that they changed things that I felt would have made a better movie. One, um, the Watcher guy, whatever his name is. Merrick. Um, yeah. when he was killed, the original plot was that he was gonna be infected. And that he would kill himself before he turned into a vampire. After telling you know Buffy that all that stuff.
0: Okay, that seems like a minor change, but I could see where yeah, but it definitely going. changes
3: the tone, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, from you know, uh, yeah, it, from like you know, the enemy killing the the guy, and it's just revenge at that point. It's more self sacrifice, and mm-hmm. yeah, but um, and then uh, Buffy at the end was going to kill all of the vampires by locking them in the school and setting the whole thing on fire.
0: Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but there are references to that in the TV show. Like they try to treat the show like it happened after the movie and like Buffy moved to a different school. Yeah. Cause they talk about yeah. her being a transfer student that burned her gym down or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, I, I imagine that, that was Joss Whedon's nod to his original, his original plot.
0: Yeah, that, that, they reference it. And I'm not saying that they, they you know, shouldn't have, you know whatever. But for, for me, at least, I don't think the movie needed to be dark, man. I, th- I thought it was fun the way it was. I man.
3: mean, would it really have been that much darker with those, those elements? Well, it sounds <laughs> like you wanted a
0: darker movie is what I'm saying. I wanted
3: something a little more in-depth, right? I mean, camp does not generate depth of character <laughs> no camp
0: generates fun that's what i liked about it
3: yeah well but i mean i like depth of character too right and you can have fun in depth of character
0: yeah but with a tv show you've got a lot more opportunity to provide your characters with depth we're talking about yeah. a movie that's like oh what an hour and 20 minutes long you know it wasn't a particularly long film so i mean there's only so much you can cram in that much time
3: yeah but i mean i mean obviously other filmmakers have done well to just, um take and even in that same time frame take uh like the thing which also was they're wearing a fucking was that book. also joss whedon no that's john carpenter john carpenter right 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 which was also critically when it came out but then they like you know upon further review there was a lot of things that he did introduce depth to these characters that was just kind of whitewashed with a bunch of other other action movies right it's just like action things Um, but like his film choices and his camera choices you can generate depth like that but part I think part of the reason why they had issues in generating that kind of depth was they filmed the entire movie in five weeks yeah um, it wasn't like they had a lot uh, of
0: other takes and shit like that yeah True. They
3: they had they had to fit uh Luke Perry's schedule for nine hundred two one zero. Yeah. Uh, so he only had five weeks that he basically could film. So they did did it all in five weeks. And I feel Man. like you know I mean obviously that that that, that makes it of time rough, time. right? That's
0: pretty impressive. I won't lie. Yeah, and for yeah. the record, I I love his character in this movie. One of the things. I'm I wanted to say, um, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, Aaron. I'll let you pick back up. No, no, no. One of the things I wanted to say that uh, I just remembered because we were talking about Luke Perry and his filming schedule was that one of the things I liked about this movie was that Buffy is the main character, and you're meant to like Buffy, but all of Buffy's friends are vapid. Like all, all the people in Buffy's life that she cares about her, her, her besties, whatever, her friend group, her boyfriend—they're all brainless. So you're not meant to like any of them. The one guy that you're meant to like is Pike. And who's Pike? Pike's a a brain dead stoner. Him and his buddy Benny sneak into the movies. They can't afford to, you know, buy each other hot dogs. So they got a hot dog. You get a single hot dog and two coffees. And how do they split the hot dog? Do they cut the whole thing in half? No. Benny eats the dog. Pike eats the bun. I mean, (laughs) come on, man. I guess the. The point I'm making is you're not meant to like Buffy's friends. You're meant to like Pike. You're meant to like Buffy because they're the ones that know that something weird is going on. Everyone else is blissfully unaware. I mean, look at the fucking the school administrator guy. You know? He's just blissfully unaware that students are being killed. I mean, the, the senior dance or whatever at the end of the movie... He's walking al- amidst a room full of corpses, tossing detention slips on gone. dead vampires. That is hysterical, and I loved it.
4: <laughs> well, I
3: mean, it doesn't really fit anything.
4: <laughs> it, it, fits right? Cause like, well,
3: I mean, I guess, I guess part of the thing is, cause like, you know, not what, like, uh, I don't know, five minutes later, he's talking on the news about like this whole traumatic experience. Bitch, yeah. you were just laying detentions on corpses. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And everything about that that scene at the end with the news report was just more hilarity. <laughs> yeah, one, and that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to do my best to be your new Miss America. <laughs> I'm just fucking dying over here. Like, I mean I understand where where you're coming from that the movie can't compare to the show. But what I want you to grasp is that the show had seven years to become what it became. You only got the one movie. You only got 90 minutes or whatever to have this one film to be what it was. And I think for what it was in 92, it was damn good. And I don't approve of you shitting on it, comparing it to the show. The show had seven years to be good. It didn't start as good as it ended.
3: Well, oh, I'm sorry, but thats it doesn't change the fact that, you know, one is miles better than the other one.
0: Give me a favor and change the condom, because it's probably getting full.
3: And <laughs> hey, you can say all you want, but, I mean, at least I'm not a contrarianist. At least I'm not dick riding.
1: That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, I really don't care. Actually, it's hilarious. Mike's <laughs> over here
0: having fun. He's just like sitting back, like I'm gonna let these two go at it.
1: <laughs> just having a great time. Damn. This
0: this begs the question, Mike. Do you actually have anything to say on this subject?
1: Like, I'm not gonna lie. I I was there. I had no problem with it, but in the end, the movie was be funny. We, I mean, it was it was like a Sort of vampire esque national amphoon. Like come on now.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, I was yeah. expecting Van Wilder to open a door, and go, Ooh, wrong movie, close the goddamn door. Like,
0: oh. like <laughs> you've got me thinking of Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Ryan Reynolds in it somewhere, and that would have been incredible.
1: Hilarious. I mean, was- if you think about it, at one point we even had um what? What's his fucking name? Ben Affleck. Young ass Ben Affleck. We're just right in the middle of the gym oh oh my god here you can have that and walks away or no yeah it was during that basketball game no
3: yep yep Yep, oh yeah when he turned into the well yeah when the the one so and then also on that
0: yeah yeah
3: and also the bit where like you know everybody's like oh okay he's you know got like bat ears and fangs let's uh, let him play basketball nobody (laughs) notices that
0: yeah does that make Mm -hmm. sense
3: and then, of course, he's great at basketball because Teen Wolf shows that supernatural creatures are awesome at basketball.
0: Well, I mean, superhuman strength, speed. You can kind of fly. <laughs> I mean, what, what was, was know, when He was, was really. floated the fuck down, dude. Yeah. He was outside of Pike's window trying to get him to let him in because he was hungry. And he's like, floating well, that was, on, guy, yeah. that was a different
1: guy. but
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, obviously, they can fly. I mean, the rules for vampires in in the film are kind of like, I mean, it's sort of like Dracula-esque, like they can't come in unless you invite them in, that kind of thing. But that was the only thing that saved Pike that first night was that Benny couldn't just come into Pike's house, you know, come into his apartment. He was floating outside his window trying to get him to invite him in. And if Pike had been stoned,
3: he might have died. (laughs) Oh, Well, like how his friend died. <laughs>
0: yeah, I love. I love that. By the way, I love that the first like twenty minutes or so of the movie is just like the near misses of horrible shit happening to our main characters. There's a lot of instances where they very nearly get pulled off into a dark alley and killed, and it just doesn't happen. I think. Uh, well, how
3: often did they just? run into dark alleys by themselves this is la right i mean like how often are they just like finding these like abandoned graveyard walkways and stuff
0: yeah there's a lot there's a lot of uh for for a movie that takes place in southern california there's a lot of open spaces with not a lot of people i mean i guess that's a budgeting thing um but i don't know i guess the point that i was trying to make is that the, the show is the show, and the movie is the movie, and I I don't think it's necessarily fair to compare the two, because it's comparing apples to oranges. That's kind of the point that I was trying to make. And the movie is fun, and I feel like too many people give it a, a bad rap because, oh, the show was better. Like, the show was a show. It had a lot more time to be good.
4: I'm sorry, I need to let that go,
0: because I'm just repeating myself now, but it's, it's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it bugs me. It just it does it not bother you like seriously?
3: No, I agree that one is one is one and then uh-huh. one is the other, right? So yeah. I if you try to compare them, then that I could see that's where a lot of that goes. But really, I mean you're you're climbing up, you know, you're making mountains out of molehills here. I don't think people really find it that um disagreeable anymore, right? I mean uh-huh. it was only Basically, when it first released, the critics and the people watching were a little on the same deal because afterwards, when Buffy the Vampire came out, like when that was still playing, a lot of people were were not really thinking that the movie was worth anything because they were combining the two. But after after it's all been released, I mean, there's definitely been plenty of time in between.
0: Okay, uh, I'm just I'm just I guess I'm basing this off of uh, an interaction I had with. uh my girlfriend at the time years ago when oh. she had mentioned being a Buffy fan. And I was like, Oh yeah, I like that movie, whatever. And she's like, no, I'm talking about the show. And I was like, I've never seen the show. And she's like, I can't believe you like the movie. And I'm like, why? It was a good movie. It was funny. Like it didn't take itself too seriously. I love that kind of stuff. And that's just kind of, I guess that that's my experience with Buffy fans in general. like, the movie was trash. The TV show is the holy grail of TV shows, and everyone should love it. And to be fair, I probably would love it if I sat down and watched it. But, I mean, I enjoyed the movie, too, and I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with enjoying the movie for what it was. And maybe no? it's a different story now. I mean, I, don't, I haven't spoken to a Buffy fan in 2022.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. You spoke to me.
0: Yeah, but you're an old Buffy hate-
3: <laughs> wow. oh, well, well, uh, yeah. I guess you're talking new Buffy fans. They don't make no, I'm them tra- anymore. I'm talking about, I'm talking about somebody.
0: <laughs> I, I've never shown someone the movie who maybe has never seen it, you know, and been like, "Yeah, this is the movie that spawned the TV show that you know." You know what I mean? That's yeah. it's a different it's a different animal.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're gonna even care to be honest. To be straight honest with you,
0: well, because I th- I think any new Buffy fan nowadays. If they've looked into it at all, all they know is what they probably read on Wikipedia, that this poorly received movie was made in 92, and everyone hated it. And they're like, well, I hate it now, too, because the internet told me to hate it. Like, fucking watch it for yourself and form your own
3: opinion. Quit being a douche. (laughs) Well, I mean... (laughs) Okay, so... Maybe you should let the theoretical people that you're arguing against get a chance to speak. <laughs> I would love I mean, to. I love you've to. I already
2: assumed that
3: they're like, they're dicks because they're just automatically they're they're assuming this shit, but I mean, yes. Yes, the theoretical person that you're talking about is a dick. <laughs> I just don't know if that person actually, you know, exists. Yeah, that <laughs>
4: theoretical person. Well, they're person
0: a theoretical person, so them. by definition they can't exist, but <laughs>
3: Well, I don't think, like, well, yeah, yeah, that's fair.
0: Um, I mean, but would I would I have a fan of the show, like, on to talk about the show versus the movie if they'd never seen the movie? Absolutely. I think that'd be I'd, that'd be a worthy like I'd love to have a new fan on, I mean, if there are any new fans of the show because it's been off the air for fucking years now. I mean, because it had seven seasons, right?
3: Like how they, you know, how they discovered the show. Then, you know, yeah,
0: that would be that would be a thing for me. I mean, because I remember when it came out, and that was what ninety eight. It was like ninety seven, ninety eight when Buffy first came out and was kind of a big deal. Yeah. The TV, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And then you turn um, around
1: and you got the the off Angel and whatever the hell else came.
0: And all, all I all I remember about the TV show was from the that initial first season, and I remember it, like I said, it was very Monster of the Week, and that didn't appeal to me. Now, later it got interesting, you know, it was more involved, and I could have gotten into it. But that first season for being a first impression,
4: it just it didn't do it for me. Like,
0: I don't think that's unfair. Now, does that mean that I, I wouldn't sit down and watch more? No, i sit down and watch, especially now. Like, I can look at it with a more critical eye and say, okay, I was wrong, or yeah, I was absolutely right.
4: Uh, it's John. He's always just absolutely right.
0: Are you fucking shitting me? I mean, when I'm right, I'm right. I'm not going to claim to always be right, but I am going to claim to acknowledge when I am right. And God damn it, you will too, you fucker i'm not saying i'm right but i'm acceptance right Acceptance is not a requirement it is i Bro,
4: no no i thought that was pretty funny don't you come
1: on compliance is I'm not a fashion word of god sorry i'm playing as we're doing this
3: okay oh um, are you trying the discord thing too
4: yeah yeah, yeah.
3: How's it working? It seems pretty nice.
4: Yeah, well, move the camera around a little bit. God damn it!
0: So, in in the interest of of getting back on topic and talking more about something aside from just my fucking seething hatred for Joss Whedon and your raging boner form, um, that's not fair. I don't hate him. I just think he was a dick.
3: Um, but I mean, you like his stuff, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, we, we've, we've discussed a few things, but what I, what I want to know from, from you is, let's say right now you were you know executive producer of the original Buffett's Vampire Slayer movie in 92. What input would you give? What movie would you make to make a critical success, to make a television show style success out of the movie that initially flopped? What would you change? What would you make better? Put it that way.
4: Uh, I'd make a monster movie of the week. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like,
3: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I'd probably.
4: I don't know.
0: So I mean, basically, so, it's, it's, it's the way. I mean, way. you know,
3: if I really knew, then you know, I'd be like the next Joss Whedon, right? <laughs> Minus the beating up or whatever it was.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is, you don't know how they could have made it better. They did the best they could with what they had. That's what I'm hearing. Um,
3: I'd say probably maybe like try. You know, if if the 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 original author is gets to the point where he's so upset that he basically walks off because he doesn't like the direction, you've fucked up.
0: But now he's <laughs> reassess. Like <laughs> when I'm like, they did the best they could with what they had. Now he's like, no, no, it was it was bad. <laughs> but you can't specifically say why it was bad. All you really have is Joss Whedon didn't like it. Um, would, okay. So different? there
3: wasn't there wasn't I didn't like the there should have been more character development. Um, it felt very, it felt very campy when I was expecting some when I would would have liked something. To be more, well, so this is part of the thing is that I, I watched, I believe I watched the TV show first. So, I mean, that's going to be what that's going to be like, like we talked about before with books and with like the, the voices that you hear when, or the, the the faces that you picture, when you listen to these books or read these books, you've already said an opinion.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, Or, you know, as a, Topical one for like anime, right? You know, dubbed yeah. versus subbed. Whichever you usually listen to first is the one that really fits because that's your opinion or that's that's how you were exposed to it, right? Yeah. So
0: with a few notable exceptions. I can agree with that sentiment. So I, I can see where you're coming from in the in the sense so, that I mean, like I know you a
3: lot know. of what I'm saying is probably gonna be like, you know, make it more like the TV show.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: okay. you know, I mean. But I mean, as to like how they would do that in a in a movie, I mean that's that's tighter, like you were saying. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like it's necessarily impossible. It's just how you film the movie. So I mean, it was basically filmed straight up, like you know, like any campy, campy, campy movie. I mean, yeah. like it reminds me of like like Toxic Avenger. I'm not that not that campy,
0: <laughs> right? Um, you did not just compare Buffy the Vampire Slayer to a trauma film. <laughs> I'm
3: just saying, like you know, like like the the feel of the film, the feel of like the 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 the, the visual effects and stuff like that, like and then how they how the how the actors are are acting in the movie and stuff like that feel yeah. along that like when you say camp that's what I think of is like is that 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 scale of which like yeah um, what the swamp monster one is pretty low on there or like uh, what's the record, Mike,
0: I, I want this put on the uh, on the record we need to review a trauma film I don't even care which one I just want to see Aaron have to deal with a trauma film and talk about some real ridiculous shit. <laughs> no,
3: I've watched them before, so I mean, these are
0: insane. Um,
1: the first Toxic Avenger would be an f- amazing one to do.
0: I yeah, I'd be down for that. <laughs> Just because the The, the Killer Tomatoes one, Attack yeah, of, of the Killer Tomatoes.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: What about uh, Class of Nukem High? Like that'd be great too. I'd be all about that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess for for me, like a lot of what it sounds like you didn't necessarily like about the movie was what I loved about it. I mean, that's not to say that you hated any of it. It wasn't like you turned the movie off halfway through and was like, this is complete shit. But you were like, I could do with less camp. You know, I could do with less of this. I could do with less of that. And the thing, I mean,
3: even that is like, I mean, that's fine. Right. That's, that's, that's fine in a movie i i like a movie like that i mean like i said i've seen toxic avenger and killer tomatoes and all those different ones like that right so i mean that's not that's not like i don't like camp or anything it's just um i guess when it comes to buffy that's not what i'm expecting because yeah, that's, that's what, I, what I was trying to, to say. say
0: i wasn't saying you didn't like camp i was just saying it wasn't what you went in for when you went into the movie that's that's what i was getting at
1: yeah yeah
0: you went in for something more akin to the TV show because that's what you knew.
1: Quick question. Which, which one of those Puppet Masters was the one that actually had Kitty in it? The band? Do we remember?
0: Oh, uh, I honestly don't know, but I can find out. <laughs>
3: I mean, we're oh, talking- You mean the Puppet Masters, the ones that killed Cur- people?
0: Curse of the Puppet Master, yeah. yeah there you go, <laughs> As opposed to the Puppet Masters, which is an entirely different sci-fi horror film franchise but um
3: uh, i mean if you're gonna go for um that what about um was it wishmaster
0: oh god yeah there you go <laughs> wishmaster <laughs> heavy i was
3: by. i was partial for wishmaster
0: what about phantasm
3: <laughs> like, oh yeah in yeah. fact that's funny that you bring that up because i think it doesn't um one of the characters in this in Buffy the Vampire Slayer was also in Phantasm.
2: Mm.
4: Yeah. Phantasm
3: being the one with the purple superhero, right?
0: Uh no, I was thinking of like the the brain bore spheres that like drill into your head and shit.
3: Oh no, no. There was... I was thinking of
4: Phantom. Yeah, Phantom, that. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and that's okay. Billy Zane.
3: Well, I'm saying um, I think the I think Buffy is one of the characters in that movie.
0: It is. is Christy Swanson in Phantom? I might have to look that up.
3: Mm.
0: By the by, um, I also I also really enjoyed the casting of Christy Swanson as Buffy. I, th- I feel like that was right out the park. Um, <laughs> if I were going to say they should have done anything differently with regards to this movie. Luke Perry's a big git. I'm not saying he wasn't a big git. I'm not saying I didn't love Pike. What I'm saying is the strings they had to pull to get Luke Perry to do the movie, to, to get him to be able to do the movie, I should say, made making the movie a lot more of a pain in the ass than it needed to be. Perhaps they should have gone with somebody else. Or rescheduled to something that worked. To do it in the off season of nine hundred two one zero or whatever, you know they needed more time. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I feel that, and
3: I mean, like I I felt.
0: Or to do reshoots, they could have made a better movie overall, for sure. Not that I I didn't feel that.
3: uh, Yeah, I also feel that there was some issues with, um, because they because they cast this person and became a big draw to use this Mm -hmm. person. Yeah. It 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 kind of compromised like the movie. Like it like it wasn't Buffy, you know, it was Buffy and Luke Perry, right? Like you I could see, see that in like the, the poster, like the movie poster, the original movie poster yeah. had Buffy in it, I right? Remember. And just yeah, Buffy. And then it was like Luke Perry behind her and like a plain background and yeah. Yeah, plain white just, background. It looked like they
0: and after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I hear what you're saying. And that's, I mean, and that's marketing. And I'm sure that was probably an executive producer's decision because executive producers are going to fuck up everything. Um, for, the record, <laughs> for the record, for the record, should I end up dealing with an executive producer down the line for some property that I own? And I'm not saying it will happen. I'm also not saying it won't. Uh, I don't have a problem with any particular individual. I just don't like people meddling too much in other people's shit. Um,
1: you can
3: get behind that. That's a whole. But you also believe in death of the author. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, isn't I that. It,
0: but what I'm, what I'm, what I say I believe in death of the author. What I mean is that once the thing is made and it's out in the world, it no longer belongs to you. In the well, process where does that start? of making it,
3: it is absolutely <laughs> fucking yours. <laughs> where does that start? I mean, he, so like he had a plot, right? He had a story, he had a screenplay. Is yeah. Once he gives that to the director, is, he no, is that no longer his? I mean, well, that's yeah, kind of. No, the,
0: con- the concept of death of the author, at least as far as I'm concerned, it's the, the whole death of the author thing. The whole like, it's not yours anymore starts when the finished product is released into the wild. So when, when the film was released in theaters, it no longer belonged to Joss Whedon. I mean, I'm sure he would argue that it didn't belong to him well before that because people started yeah. changing his vision and stuff. But again, like I said before, film is a collaborative medium. I, do I think they should have listened to him more? Yeah, sure. He's he's proven over the years that he's very capable as a, as a filmmaker and as a writer. He's also proven to be an empiricist dick, but that's neither here nor there. Um. He, he deserved to be listened to at the time. Sure. I'm not going to sit here and say that, oh, well, no one should have listened to him and fuck him, whatever. I mean, I may not like him based on you know his treatment of people on set and things down the line, but that doesn't mean that I can't appreciate the man's artistry and his ability to put together a good film. Obviously, he knows what he's doing. Did he know what he was doing in 1992? Maybe not. I don't know.
3: He's but- still pretty fresh then.
0: It does. It sure. does strike me that a lot of the problems with this film were production choices that were made by producers that said this has to be done this way because, because Luke Perry or because budget, you know that, that's what I think the problem was. They were trying to make the movie for, you know the the cheapest amount of money they could make it for. What was it like a seven million dollar budget, and it grossed mm-hmm. like twelve point seven million. So I mean, uh, well, so I think bad. it might have been
3: six because I, from what I heard, it was doubled basically as they doubled their profit off. Yeah, which is not bad for sure. I mean, it's not considered a runaway
0: success in the in the vein of you know movies that make billions of dollars at the box office, but technically speaking, it was a success. It yeah. made more than it cost to make. Yeah. Um,
1: Anything that breaks more than just even is a success. No, I mean, successes. Is-
0: if I if I hit a point where I start making profit off of anything I make, I don't care how much profit it is. At that point, it's a runaway success. Like <laughs> I'm gonna call it a win. Like I've spent ten thousand dollars on my book. If I ever break that ten thousand dollar mark on profits made from the book, I will be happy. I don't fucking care anything beyond that. Um, actually, that's not true. The more money I make, the more books I can make. But you get what I'm saying. I'd be happy if I made any kind of profit, let alone runaway success, you know, doubling my my costs. You know that would be enough for me to be more than happy um And at that point, I would be making more stuff. But I mean, to be fair, that is kind of a different animal. I'm talking about something that I'm hiring everybody and paying out of pocket as opposed to you know movies are made you have to get investors and you know people to come in on it and they obviously want to have a say and then they're like i want this person to direct and so on and so forth
1: yeah everybody else will get a choice and then it's uh really is this really what i put in for anymore
0: well like i said too many dicks in the soup man
3: too many dicks in the soup
1: no, is-
3: <laughs> since uh you know what one one is too many one is too many in soup <laughs>
1: I'll
0: go with that I mean I was, I was fucking up a euphemism there's a term for that I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just heard it not too long ago I can't remember what it is but there's a, actually a, a grammatical term for when you intentionally like use an incorrect euphemism
4: I'm just going to call it John
0: Calling I don't know. John. yeah <laughs> we're now call on it on that. I mean, until we know there's an actual term for it I can't remember what oh, it is John.
1: good job, Baron. I'll, cool job I'll look bro.
0: it up later whatever um, but I mean, I guess, I don't know. I I enjoyed the movie. I think it's absolutely worth watching. If you haven't seen it, you're listening to this podcast. It's relatively easy to obtain. I picked up a copy on Blu-ray for, I think like seven bucks on Amazon. I mean, and that was just on a whim. That was just me going. You know, I remember really liking that movie, and I kind of want to do a review of it, and looking up up on Amazon and going, "Oh shit, seven bucks! why not?" And do I regret the choice? Do I regret that purchase no i don't th- I think it's almost Maybe impossible i I think it's almost impossible to regret a purchase that costs you less than ten dollars <laughs> in the in this day and age for sure I mean. If you buy a candy bar, you're like, even if it was a shitty candy bar, it costs you like what a dollar fifty. how upset can you possibly be? I don't know, man.
1: I coming from my current uh, standpoint on, on on selling things. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'll admit it. I just got out of a conference call today. It it was two thirty in the afternoon. And all they did was pissing on, hey, I I understand that you guys don't, you know, we're not all pushing these candy bars and all this the way we're supposed to. Candy contest, by the way. They rotate this thing out every, like, I think it's three to six months. I don't even, I don't even care. I don't even keep track. Why you guys are pushing a fucking new candy bar? Look, the Boys and Girls Club, great thing. I, I, I love the fact that they do it. But the moment they stop, they switch to a different candy contest. It's Reese's. Almost every time, it's fucking Reese's. Why are you selling a $1. twenty-five fucking pumpkin wreathy? One. One. twenty-five One. Bitch, I can go over to the aisle, pay $1. twenty-five, and get fucking four of
0: them. Does anyone else think it's interesting that this is a podcast where three grown men are talking about the same kind of candy sales they used to make us do in elementary school? <laughs>
1: well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I have no problem with it. It's, it's a great cause, but... Why are I mean you- I just
0: I just think that's odd. You're on a conference call like for your job and they're yeah. talking to you about candy sales. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is the kind of shit that you know, they would have had a guy come into our class and open up a case full of prizes and been like you sell 200 bars you get a whistle or whatever, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, this time, this time around it's hey, you know, if your if your store is you leading in your district, um the manager gets Four hundred and something dollars as a bonus, and the store gets all this uh, mm-hmm. extra stuff. You guys can have a party. I'm like, party! When the fuck are you guys gonna let us have a party? Let's be real. <laughs> who's gonna who's gonna run the store if everybody we're allowed to have a party? Let's be serious. You nah. know, the barely budget the time for us to do anything. Like, don't be don't be fucking fooling anybody. Fair enough. Do this.
0: Fair enough. I th- I just thought that was kind of a funny thought. So,
1: yeah, I'm just shitting on it because it's I, irritating I, to me.
0: I guess what I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. Final thoughts on the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Um, would you recommend it to someone? Let's let's go there.
1: Do I hate this
0: person? Uh, I'm I'm <laughs> not gonna say you have any feelings toward them one way or another. Let's just. Would you and, recommend it to someone off the street?
4: Hey,
3: theoretical person, you want to watch this movie from 19. Okay, okay, what, okay. All right,
0: all right. <laughs> let's take date out of the equation. This is where we're going to go completely and totally theoretical. You're in a movie rental joint, okay, and someone has the in blockbuster. blockbuster. Why not? They're someone has the box for the movie in their hand and they're looking at it like, maybe I'll rent this one. If they were looking for a movie to rent, and they had that box in their hand. Would you go? Yeah, that's not right, movie. You know, take that home for a night, or no, nah, put that down and pick up, you know, Predator. You know, whatever.
1: You like, pick a Predator. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm a Predator you. guy. Like,
0: you know what I mean, you asshole. asshole. I get like <laughs> that. You're,
1: you're telling me to tell somebody not to pick up Predator, bro. I could have lost my virginity and I chose Predator.
0: Like, I would, <laughs> wow, really? That's a story. No, you got to tell that one. Oh, um, yeah, my, maybe my, that's for another yeah, podcast. <laughs> That was pretty a stupid decision, but I didn't
1: care. I mean, it was the predator.
0: (laughs) Now, I mean, I guess what I was what I was getting at is hypothetically, would you recommend it to someone who was looking for a movie to watch for a weekend? You know, looking for a movie to take home from the rental place.
3: I guess for me, the big thing would be have they seen the TV show? Because then I'd probably want to tell them, you know, disregard the TV show and just take it as. Just a separate movie, really, at that
0: point. Well, don't, don't compare it to the TV show. That's what I would say. Don't compare it to the show. You know, just watch the movie for what it is. I mean, and for me, I have an easy time doing that. That's one of the... That's one of the like, remember I said last episode that I was easy to please when it came to movies and stuff like that? I
1: don't think it's just I, movies, but okay.
0: Well, I take things at face value. I don't... You know, I can... I generally see what they were trying to do and I'm like, okay, yeah, I get this. This is fun, whatever. And I'm, I'm okay with consuming it as it is. Generally speaking, I don't, I'm not like, this isn't as good as I wanted it to be. It's, yeah, this is all right. You know, it could be better, but I don't hate what's here. And if you're looking for, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is if it's, if it's a cheap purchase or whatever, if you're just looking for something to watch, uh, you know, on a night because you're bored and you're sitting there with popcorn, I would recommend it. I would say pick it up, check it out. You know. But I'm also a glutton for punishment that watched Highlander the Source willingly. So <laughs> I don't know, maybe mm. is garbage. <laughs> I'm sure, we strong arm the
3: show. Under out. duress, I think, no, is probably a better time. Review.
0: I watched it was willingly. When we reviewed oh, it, oh, that was yeah, under duress. <laughs>
1: At the time, let's be real. At the time, that first time you watched it, you had no idea you were watching a pile of dog shit roll downhill.
0: No, that I, first time, I, that first time I watched it, I had heard it was bad. I just wanted to know oh, how bad it was. Oh, um, yeah,
1: you, are. Go ahead. <laughs> because if you heard it was bad, yeah.
0: Um, um, well, I mean, I do that with a lot of things, though. Like, I bought a copy of Sonic 06 and I knew it was a broken mess. I just wanted to see how broken it was. <laughs>
3: like, short answer: very broken. <laughs> oh,
0: extremely. Extremely, it was like a third finished it was bad (laughs) but uh i don't know like i guess what i'm saying is if you're bored and you're looking for something to you know kill some time with have a little fun with it i would absolutely recommend this movie is it the top of the list of stuff that i would recommend to you no i could think of things i would recommend first but if you if you're standing there with the with the dvd or blu-ray in your hand it's a less than ten dollar purchase You're not going to regret picking it up and watching it, you know, even if you just watch it the one time. I think personally. Aaron, I'm going to assume that you would, you know, set the the movie down and pick up the box set of the series and go, now watch all of these instead. Here's seven years of
3: television for you to consume. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, in an ideal world, yeah, for sure. I'd be like, you'll like this movie. It can't be, you know, I can point to other examples of like, similar kind of campy movies, although none come to mind at the moment, but I know that the, I know they're there. Um, but like, if you're looking for something more, like if you like the concept, well, cause that's the thing is like the concept really isn't even very, I guess it's kind of, it's there, but it this doesn't is, just
0: feel the same. What you're saying is this is a better execution of what's presented in the film is what you're getting at.
3: The TV show.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, that's fair. I can get behind that. Okay, fair
3: enough. All right. So I think we're good to say that we all, I mean, we all enjoy it to some extent, right? We may, we have differences in opinion on how it relates necessarily to the movie and how it stacks up to the movie. But don't
0: forget to wipe your butt when you get off Joss Whedon's lap. Wow, okay. And just because I like the man's work doesn't mean that... I think you like the man's dick is what I think. (laughs) No. I'll be
4: back. Will you? So, he's gone, ladies and gentlemen. We both obviously disagree with him. Why is there a deer in my house? I mean... Sorry. Yes,
1: we, we we agree with John on many of occasions, and half of it is just so we can move through the topic. Because, <laughs> yes, obviously, John is our contrarian. He is the guy that is, hey, I like this because you don't.
4: It just blows my mind that he never seen, uh, never seen it. But, I mean, that's fair. I mean, what are you going to do? Each their own. <laughs> yeah, well. So on, on this topic here that I'm running,
1: um, it is it is functioning. I do have the server up. It looks like we're running okay. There are a couple of lag spikes here and there I have noticed. Um, I might have to talk to you a little later because I know you had that server that we were running on like what? Six to eight months ago? Mm-hmm. So we've had some issues of trees regrowing through the properties. So we'll need to talk about that. And again, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening,
4: I do plan on releasing the uh, name for this and a password. Because yes, it is password
1: protected. Even if I did say it earlier, I did password protect it. Sorry. Not going to happen until we're ready.
3: For yeah. You just join the um, channel, the table yeah. channel discord and it's available there and
1: you should i'll launch it through there so i'll say that it's good and ready and i'm not gonna announce it over our waves it'll just be there for people to enjoy when it's
4: there now i do have to admit uh there's a few glitches um
1: when i started i did create a female avatar because i'll admit i'm a dude i'm not gonna sit here and stare at a guy the whole time but on that same note when the game started that little cutscene scene when you're hanging on the uh, cross there yeah it made me a woman with maybe a man with white hair and then i was suddenly standing as a woman mm. uh, yeah there's some glitches that are still occurring Ah,
4: uh, shit, that is a sandstorm, and I am in a house with no roof. Oh, yeah, this is gonna suck. Gonna suck something fierce. I might actually die here. Uh, Let me make a bedroll real quick. Can I make a bedroll? Yep, craft that real fast. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. Craft it, craft it, craft it. I'm in less than a third shelter because I built this bitch so big. And we're back. To a degree, yes. We what happened, Aaron? Leave? I'm here. Okay. Right.
0: So I think I'm fairly certain that's an episode at this point. Like, I don't... <laughs>
1: and I'm pretty sure it is. In yeah, right
0: yeah. I say we call
4: it.
1: Oh, I'm... God. I'm. I'm just watching this Sandstorm roll in, and I am pretty sure I'm gonna die.
0: <laughs> okay, you heard him, Greg. He's gonna die.
1: Oh God, I'm just want. I'm just looking up at the sky, watching it. I
0: hope we want it- to record his death for posterity. I hope it's-
1: oh, it might actually bypass me. Ooh, I think it's bypassing me. It's hitting the other area
4: over there. Oh, thank Jesus. I did so- not have this <laughs> place. yeah. So yeah, we do plan on doing a release. Feel free to bug us when it's up. But besides that, until next time, right? Yeah, absolutely. Until next time. It's taking.